Thank you for joining us today. At ResLife, our mission is to develop committed followers of Jesus Christ to reach the world. Our content is created to equip and empower you in God's purpose. We hope you enjoy this message. So today, I want to bring a message that I've just entitled Hosanna. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say, Hosanna. And then just tell them I don't know what that means. Because they're like, it's kind of like this religious word, you know. So we're, we're going to begin in John's gospel, 12th chapter, 12th verse. It says, the next day, and Jesus has been staying at the house of Mary, Martha, and Lazarus in a little town called Bethany, three miles outside the city of Jerusalem, over the top of the Mount of Olives. A great multitude that had come to the feast. Now, they are at the feast of Passover. When they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, they took branches of palm trees. Everybody got one? Wave it at me. All right, we're going to need this before we're done. They took branches of palm trees and they went out to meet him and they cried, Hosanna. But that's not what they cried. They cried, Yashana. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Yasha Na. Yasha means victory. And Na means now. And that's what they were actually crying. Yasha Na. Now, we know when this took place. It was a Sunday. It was March the 29th, A.D. 32. Daniel prophesied the event literally to the day in Daniel chapter 9, 530 years before. And Zechariah the prophet also prophesied this event. He said, rejoice greatly, you daughters of Zion. Shout, O daughters of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation. Literally, Yasha. Having salvation. Having Yasha. Lowly, riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. So he's coming, and when he comes, what does he have with him? He has Yasha with him. Literally means salvation. Means to be set free, to be rescued, to be delivered, to be saved, to be set free from guilt, sin, punishment, to be helped, to be defended, to be delivered, to get victory, to prosper. And he has Yasha with him. Now, it is five days before Passover. Five days. Now, in five days, the same people that are now shouting Hosanna are going to be going crucify him. How many know people can be fickle? And they may build you up one day, but five days later, they may be ready to crucify you. And that's literally what happened here. It is seven days before the resurrection. Again, he's coming from Bethany, where Mary, Martha, Lazarus live. He's been staying at their house, and he's coming to Jerusalem on a donkey's colt. 
Now, I want to show you a couple of pictures. We were just in uh, Israel just uh, about six weeks ago. And uh, right now we're on Mount Scolpus. And of course, as you're looking, you're seeing the city of Jerusalem. You're seeing the Temple Mount. Have you seen that gold dome, the dome of the rock there? Now, we're on Mount Scolpus right to the right of us, a quarter mile, maybe a little bit more, is the Mount of Olives. And so what Jesus is going to be doing, he's going to be coming down the Mount of Olives. And that's when they're going to get their palm branches and they're going to meet him. And they're going to begin to wave those palm branches and they're going to begin to shout Yashana. He's going to come down into that little valley. That's the Valley of Kidron. You read about it in your Bible many times and then goes up and ta-ta. He's going to go right through that gate. That's the Golden Gate, also referred to as the Eastern Gate. And you know why? Faces east. That gate is closed. How many of you notice that? If you walk through that instantly, you're on the Temple Mount. The second you walk through that gate. Now, that gate has been closed three times, every time by Muslims. The last time it was closed was in 1541 by Solomon the Magnificent. And it was closed every time because not only has the Messiah going, gone through that gate, but he is going to return and go through that gate. And so in order to block, so to speak, the prophecy, the gate has been closed. And a Muslim cemetery has been placed immediately in front of that gate with the thought that no Jewish holy man would, would in any way go through a Muslim cemetery and pollute himself. But how many of you realize that there, there is a Jewish holy man who can empty cemeteries? and does not worry about cemeteries and you can shut a door. But when he decides it's open, he just opens that door. But here is the to me, <laughs> the interesting thing in uh, Ezekiel 44. And the Lord said to me, this gate shall be shut and it shall not be open and no man shall enter in it because the Lord God of Israel has entered by it. Therefore, it shall be shut. Now, trying to shut it so the Messiah couldn't go through it, they fulfilled the prophecy that it would be shut because Jesus had entered through it. And now he's just going to come back and open it up again. So he's coming down the Mount of Olives. And as he comes down that Mount of Olives, this, this, this walk or this little road is referred to as the La Via Victoriosa. Now, many of you have heard of the Via Dolorosa, the Via of Pain, the walk of pain that Jesus with the cross had. But now he's on that donkey and he's coming down this little road. Now, the walls wouldn't have been there and the road would have been there, but it wouldn't have been paved. It would have been a Roman stone road that Jesus is coming down. And on the sides, people are grabbing these palm branches and they're waving those palm branches and they're shouting Hosanna. Hosanna, Yashana, Yashana. And what is happening here is not just the fulfillment of Bible prophecy that that was what was going to happen, that he's going to go through the gate, that they are going to welcome him with shouts of Yashana. But there is a revelation about what is happening that I believe if we can grab a hold of this revelation, it will literally change our life. 
Right? It will take you from depression to victory. And so I want to set the stage. Now we know he's going to come down. And they're going to begin to shout Yashana. But the reason they're going to do that is found in Leviticus chapter 23. And in the 23rd chapter of Leviticus, God speaks to the children of Israel and he says, on the 15th day of the seventh month, you shall have the feast of tabernacles. And sometimes it's called the feast of booths for seven days to the Lord. Now, this is an important feast, so important that you and I will celebrate. The Bible tells us we will celebrate that feast during Jesus' millennial reign. So in Revelation chapter seven, we find the church has been raptured and the church is in heaven. Now you say, I don't believe in the rapture. Well, I just feel sorry for you. All right, because the Bible says we will be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air and thus we shall forever be with the Lord. So the church is in heaven and it says this, after these things I looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all the nations, tribes, peoples and tongues standing before the throne, before the lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands. I want to take yours, wave it a little bit. What do they have in their hand? A palm branch in their hand and they're crying with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. Now notice there's a multitude nobody can number. I know there's some churches they think well, they're the only ones going to heaven. They're going to be surprised because they're going to be from every nation, every tongue, every ethnicity. Everybody's going to be there. But we're told three things about these people. We're told what they're doing, what they're wearing and what they've got in their hand. Now, what they're doing is they're praising God with a loud voice. I want everybody to shout. Woo! All right. Now, if you don't like loud, you will not like heaven. Because in heaven, what is it? It is, it's loud. It's loud in heaven. And it tells us what they're wearing. Now, listen, heaven has a dress code. And they're all wearing a white robe. Now that robe represents righteousness. And they don't have the robe because they lived perfect and obtained righteousness through their works. They have the robe because they have been given righteousness. Right? That's important. And they also have in their hand a palm branch. Now, the palm branch all through ancient civilization and all through your Bible represents victory. Now, they've got white robes because they've been given righteousness, but they have a palm branch because they've been given victory. They have been given victory. That, that's so important. This is God's symbol of victory. It's a in the Old Testament, this would be like a checkered flag or a gold medal or a blue ribbon. It is the palm branches that you find in the temple. In fact, in the temple in Ezekiel 40 and 41, that's the temple that Jesus will rule and reign from. I counted them 13 times. It says there's palm branches on the doors and there's palm branches on the walls. And you say, why? Because God's house is a house of victory. That's what it is. It's a house of victory. 
And you can come in defeated, but there's revelation that by the time you leave, you can be victorious. It's a house of victory because God's people are the head and not the tail. They're above and not beneath. The Bible says that he always leads us, guides us in triumph in Christ Jesus. All right. So we're the redeemed. The Bible says you're more than a conqueror, more than a conqueror. It's actually two Greek words and the, the one simply meaning victory and the other meaning super. It, when it says more than a conqueror, it literally means you are a super victor, a super victory, victor. Uh, that's why the city of Palms, Jericho, the first city that they conquered is called the city of Palms. It was a victory, the first victory in the promised land. The Bible says that Jesus disarmed principalities and powers and that he triumphed over them. He triumphed over them. And then he leads us in triumph. That same victory that he obtained over principalities and powers, over the devil and demonic forces is the victory that he leads us into. So the palm branch is a picture of victory. It's a part of the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, what they would do for the Feast of Tabernacles, it's a seven-day feast, and this is the most popular feast of all seven of the feasts that they had. And it was everybody's favorite. It was enjoyed the most, not just by young people, but by old people alike. And what you would do is you had to build a booth or a little tabernacle. You had to take leafy plants like this and you built a little tent and you lived in it for seven days. Very often it was on the roof of your house because the, the houses were flat on their roof and you're living there. And remember, this is like Christmas, Fourth of July and your birthday all rolled in one. This is this is the day. This is the time, right? It's harvest time. In fact, when Nehemiah is building the walls of Jerusalem, they celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. And on the last day, he says this. Listen, this is what he says. He says, go your way, eat the fat and drink the sweet. What do you think of that for a diet? Eat the fat and drink the sweet. Send portions for those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy. Now, you, you would really, if you've got your Bible, you would want to draw a circle around that. This day, this day. Because when we get to Psalms 18, you're going to find out what day it is. And it's not every day. It's holy to the Lord. Do not sorrow for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So what they're doing is they're celebrating that God delivered them out of Egypt, that they came through the Red Sea, that God provided for them for 40 years in the desert. And they lived in tents for 40 years in the desert. Now, as they're celebrating this feast, the, uh, the sages tell us that the last day of the feast, God would impart supernatural joy. And you could not be depressed. Now, you might be depressed, but let me just tell you something. God is not depressed. And he will not participate with you. And that day, they said it was not that there was a mandate that you couldn't be depressed. It was just that God would impart supernatural joy. And notice Nehemiah said this this day, he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
And if the devil cannot steal your joy, he cannot defeat you. Romans 15 says, now may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. When you get in faith, you get in joy. Now, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles is called Hosanna Day. The last day. In fact, it's called the Great Day. It's Hosanna Day. It's the highlight of the year. Every man, every woman, every boy, every girl is given a palm branch. They're given a pump. And what does it represent? Victory. It represents victory. And they carry it with them all day. Even when they're eating, they've got it with them. And every so often, they just stop wherever they're at. And they just shake it. And they go, Yasana! 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 They're getting, they're getting excited. Because this last day is Yasana Day. And remember, Yasha means victory and salvation. And Na means now. So it is not Yasha tomorrow. It's not Yasha yesterday. It's Yasha now. Now, faith is the substance. Faith is. Faith is not yesterday. Faith is not tomorrow. Faith is. Is. It's Yasha. It now. It is now. So it's now salvation, victory to be delivered, to be helped, to be rescued, to be safe, to bring salvation, to save, to get victory, to get health, to get freedom, to get prosperity. It can be translated saved now, victory now. And it is the highlight of the day when everybody who can gets as close to the temple as they possibly can. And they're going to make a Hosanna declaration. Now, the people that are coming out to wave these palm branches at Jesus and shout Yashana, they've done this already. They've done this before because it's part of the Feast of Tabernacles. But remember, it's not tabernacle time. It's Passover time. So they're, get, they're going to make a Hosanna declaration, and it is a faith confession. It's a confession of salvation. It's a confession about the coming Messiah. In fact, there's 15 steps that would go up to the temple. And for the entire last day, 24 hours, there are Levites up on these steps. And they're singing, and they sing all day. And they keep singing the same songs again and again and again. How many think we sing them too long? You would not like it there. Because they are going to sing the same songs all day long. And it was a day of joy. It was a 24-hour praise-a-thon. And it was a declaration of victory. And they would turn to every direction when they had their palm branch. And they'd be shaking it, shouting Yashana. And you say, well, why don't they just do it in one direction? Because you got more than one problem. That's why. You got some problems with your money. You got some problems with the devil. You got some problems with relationships. You got some problems with your health. And you're going to face every direction. And you're going to declare victory, not just in one. How many want victory in more than one area of your life? 
You see, so they would literally face each direction and they would be shaking their palm branch and they'd be shouting Yashana and they would declare victory, declare victory. That's why it made it such a great day. Now, Psalms 18, verse 24. You ready? This is the highlight. This is that Yashana declaration. This is the day the Lord has made. You remember Nehemiah was talking about this day? He was talking about Hosanna Day. The, the, the day the Lord has made is not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. When it talks about this is the day, it's talking about the last day of the Hosanna declaration of the Feast of Tabernacles. That day is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We'll talk about this in a minute. And we will be glad in it. Save now. Yashana. Our Bible says save now. But that's not what the, the Hebrew says. It says that what they actually were shouting, they were shouting something different. It's Yashana. I pray, O oh Lord, O oh Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Send now what? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, and we will bless him from the house of the Lord. Now, it says save there in verse 25. It means to be rescued from your enemies. Now, notice it says send prosperity. Send now. Yasha, prosperity. They actually believed this. This is what they were taught. That as they would make the Hosanna Declaration, that their prosperity for the next year was determined by the declaration they made that day. Now, how many of you have noticed this? Jews never write books like, Why God Wants You Poor. And you say, why? Because they're believing for prosperity. God, God has them making a declaration for prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And as they make this declaration, supernatural joy from God hits them. In fact, the word here, rejoice, is the Hebrew word gil. It is the strongest word in, for, for joy in the Hebrew language. That means to be glad, to be joyful, to rejoice, to greatly rejoice exceedingly with violent emotion and spin around like a top. Now, if you're Presbyterian, this is going to bother you. But that's literally what it means. It means you get excited and you're Yashanan and you're going like this and you're spinning around and you're making a declaration of God's salvation and deliverance and peace and prosperity and health and freedom in your life. Now, how many of you could get excited about getting free? How many can get excited about getting healed? How many can get excited about prosperity? They would get excited. In fact, maybe the best way to describe this is an end zone dance. I mean, they make the touchdown, they get the victory, they win the game, and they're doing the end zone dance. Save now, I pray, oh Lord. Oh Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Save now, Yashana, victory now, again, Yasha means to be free, to be avenged, to be delivered, to, be, to receive help, to be rescued, 
to be safe, to receive salvation, to get victory, to get health, to get freedom, to get prosperity. And it's often translated save now. It can be translated victory now. Yasha now. Not tomorrow, not in a year, not yesterday. That is the faith part of the declaration. Because faith is now. And it's the day of joy. They're, they're praising all day. There is a victory, victory declaration. They are declaring the Messiah is going to come and they're releasing their faith for prosperity. And when he comes, they're, they're saying when he comes, this is what they were going to be declaring. And when they come out and they receive Jesus and they begin to wave these palm branches, they are declaring, listen, that Yashana is not a day. It's no longer the last day in the Feast of Tabernacles. They're saying Yashana is a person. They're saying all that stuff that we thought was just a day is actually because of a person. And he is the one that comes in the name of the Lord. And he's the one that has salvation. He's the one that has Yasha with him as the prophet Zechariah declared. He's coming and he's got salvation. He's got Yasha with him. So they're ready to make that declaration to receive a supernatural impartation of joy, to declare victory, to, to, to declare their expectation of God's blessing for the next year. And it is an exciting time for them. So I want you to stand up. Take your palm branch. All right. Yashana. Victory now. Now, victory. Remember the saints, they're in heaven. And they've been given a white robe because they've been given righteousness. They've been given a palm branch because they've been given victory. Now, do you get the victory when you die? No, no. Jesus arose and he arose and he said, I'm the one that was dead and I am alive forevermore and I have the keys of death and of Hades. He said, I am the victor. You see, it's not something that you're going to receive when you die. The victory is something that we receive now. And the palm branch doesn't just get in your hand when you get to heaven because you've got victory when you get to heaven. You've got victory now. He always leads us in triumph in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. We need to receive it now. We need to declare it now. So we're going to make some declarations. All right. We're going to go in every direction. But we're going to start out in whatever direction you're facing. <laughs> All right, let's make this declaration. Yashana, victory for my family, victory for my finances, victory for my body, victory for my business. Yashana, Yashana, salvation now, now, now. Yashana, salvation from the Lord. Turn another direction. Yashana, victory for my mind, victory for my relationships, victory for my body, healing, deliverance, freedom. Yashana. Woo, another direction. 
Yes or no? Freedom from my emotions, freedom from the past. I proclaim peace to my mind, peace to every mind in this place. Yashana, Yashana, Yashana. One more direction. Yashana, healing now, prosperity now, deliverance now, freedom now. Yashana, Yashana. Woo! Woo! Yes! Yashana! 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 Victory now! Healing now! Salvation now! Prosperity now! Peace now! Freedom now! In Jesus' name! Woo! Hallelujah! Thank you for watching and being a part of our online family. Subscribe to our channel for access to all of our videos and live services. You can also be notified when a new service becomes available if you ring the notification bell. We cannot do this without you. You can support this ministry and help us reach more people with the word by giving at reslife.org give. Thanks again for watching. Be blessed.